Before we get into this episode about the Finders Cult, we need to talk about our sponsor today. It's Chemical Free Body. Tim James was on the show to talk about Chemical Free Body. I just started using Green 85 Detox. I will just tell you, everything in the mix is full of real ingredients. I love it. There is absolutely no chemicals involved in this food, and I'm, I'm big into all that kind of stuff. I started taking this a couple of months ago, and my mind and body, they feel great. Uh, I know a few people that listen to the show that, that will vouch for this product also that started using it. It's amazing, and I hate trying to just sell things to people, but I think you should try this thing. I, and and it's, there's no chemicals in it because it's called Chemical Free Body. It's all natural food. Everything in there is, is like they don't have a bunch of like MSG, none of that horse shit that's going to destroy your body. For me, I've been taking it and my brain feels great. I'm losing weight. It's just like, it's not like a dietary pill. It's, it's like something that's going to be healthy for you. And I started taking it because I, when I talked to Tim, I was like, hey, I want to take something where my brain, because I had a lot of issues. It felt like I had fog in my brain. It was just weird. But he was like, oh, yeah, just start taking the, the Green 85. So I started taking this Green 85, and ever since I've been I've been taking it, I've been feeling great. I mean, I, I sleep better. It's just like a lot of it's, it's It's all been working out great so far. So I have no complaints. I usually don't have... I don't like having a lot of sponsors on the show. I don't I don't want like the thing is I don't want to have sponsors on the show where we're selling fucking like snake oil and all that horse shit. Like this stuff is legit. And I I feel pretty confident in all this. So, I think you should try it too. Um go to chemicalfreebody.com and then just go in um use the promo code CONMEN C O N M-E-N. And, I mean, just use the, use the promo code because that helps us out too. So, and also gets you uh, a, a discount on it. So, chemicalfreebody.com, promo code CONMEN. All right, let's get into the show. Welcome to the Con Men Podcast. We are live on Rumble. So I'm already seeing people are starting to get in. I'm starting to see. Got Lady Lamb in here. She was just talking to you on Instagram. Frightening me. <laughs> she says, I feel like a crazy ex-girlfriend, but oh well, I'm here to support you guys. Thanks for supporting us. We we need it right now. Well, we don't need it, but we like it. But you can also support us by going to uh, Instagram, which I know you follow us on Instagram. It's at, at con underscore man underscore podcast. You can also um, you can also see watch people getting fucked for free. Uh, you can also find us on uh, YouTube, Rumble, uh, Twitter at common podcast or common podcast one. Um, also patreon.com forward slash con podcast 
You guys, that, that's the best way to support us is on Patreon. We put out bonus episodes every week. We just, we just. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> um, yeah, we have bonus episodes over there. We also have all the retro episodes that we did with uh, Coop and Joel. So um, definitely go support us over there. Only $3 a month. So it's it's that that's that's just how you support the show. Helps us uh, pay for everything over here. Um, helps us like really grow the show. Eventually, we'll want to do another episode. And if, we, if we're making enough money in here, that's just how we're gonna have to do it. And that's what that's what I want to do. And um, so yeah, um, sitting next to me as always, my good friend and co-host Adam Hester. How you doing, buddy? Hello. Hi, Sean. I'm doing very well. Awesome. Just been uh, banging out, editing the next episode of Skeleton Factory, the greatest cult film podcast in all of Texas. Yeah. If not the world. (laughs) That's at Instagram at skeleton underscore factory. That is at Patreon at patreon.com forward slash skeleton factory. All types of extra content there on patreon you should check it out as well as on twitter at sf podcast atx skeleton factory oh man now back to you sean <laughs> <laughs> i love that shit oh, oh man so it's looking like our my my google drive isn't opening up weird let me let me try to pull it up over here i was trying to pull up my my, my actual episode that i wrote uh-oh. <laughs> Uh-oh. Everything's fucked. What, what, what is going on over here? All right, let's see. Yeah, I was trying to open it up over here. Now it's, it's not even letting me open up. Oh. Just going to have to free ball it then, maybe. Free balling it. I don't know. Yeah, it's not popping up. Weird. Okay, I'll, I'll do it off of my phone, I guess. Sure, Jesus, absolutely. what is going on over we'll here? Just, we'll just cut it over to me. Yeah. While you're... Uh, Hopelessly scrambling in the background. <laughs> I'll point out my uh, unearthed films Blu-ray release. I got on pre-order for Fred Vogel's The August Underground came in today to the Skeleton Factory. Very happy to watch this. Oh my god, there's so many special features. Look at that. Look at all the special features. The August Underground. If you haven't seen it, check it out. If you don't feel like paying for it, you can go to uh, probably effed uh, up, effed up, uh, was it effeduppmovies.com? That's probably on there. Oh, oh, uh, Lady Lamb says, can I not do direct donations like Cash App? I did that with Tyler. I just don't like going through perf- uh, platforms to donate. Oh, that's that's a, actually a fucking great idea. What's it, that? Uh, Cash App. We can do mm-hmm. Cash App, Venmo. We, I'll, I'll just connect. We'll just connect our our whatever we can, um, our bank accounts, whatever, and like that that could go each of us because everything we do here splits directly in half. Mm-hmm. So yeah, maybe yeah, I'll, I'll start that up next. Donations yeah. are are very welcome. Perhaps you can put the um, maybe you can maybe you can do this in post. You you know the, on Cash App you can have your little QR code things that people can scan. Mm-hmm. Maybe you can put that right here. Yes. People can just pause the screen and just scan it. That would definitely be a that'll that'll be a clip. 
I'll put it on Instagram, and they can try. Well, if it's moving, they can't scan it. But maybe your hand moving, and that won't be moving. I don't know. <laughs> but internet is back up, so I do. I do have the episode, so thank God, because I worked very hard on this episode. Mm-hmm. And this is this is something we've been talking about. Well, I know I've been talking about for. I mean, feels like years now. I mean, we're since day one. Since day one. Since day one, son. Because I learned about this. I, I learned about the finders whenever I was doing the research for like the the um, the Franklin uh, um, scandal, and then all the like all the pedophile rings and. And then, like the more the deeper you go down down it, you're like, oh, this is this is patient zero. Mm. Think about it, this is like where it started because this was started like in the the finders were started like in the in the I think the late '60s, early '70s. Yeah, and it turned into what it was around the the late 19 or not the late the early 1980s when all the fucking pedophile rings were were really or like all the the kidnapped children started happening. Oh boy, then that's the era of uh, it's the Johnny Gosh era. Johnny Gosh era, yeah, indubitably. Indubitably, Did I watch people get fucked for free. So <laughs> they'd say at their meetings, their annual keynote, that speech for their meetings. Yes, like, you like watching people get fucked for free. <laughs> you get to see that, but. We we demand your undying loyalty. You have and to. now porn is just free, so I don't mm. even know. Like, what's the point of even being in a in a, like an elite fuck cult now when just like anything you could possibly fantasize about is just readily available on the internet? It's harder to find. Mm. Pr- like that kind of content is going to be very hard to find if you have it on your computer. It's that, like a ti- going to a timeshare meeting, mm-hmm. except you get your duck sucked by a five year old. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> Some I don't know, something like that. Well, <laughs> so, yeah, so so what what if I were to, to describe what the finders are is to ask the question. What if I were to tell you there was a cult that was kidnapping children, throwing them into warehouses, and this whole cult was a CIA backed cult. Oh my god. Yes. I don't know. That sounds like a tall order. Yeah. You're gonna have to open this up for me to, to oh. take a look at. Oh it's gonna be opened up and it's gonna be stinky. Mm, nice. Because this is this one this one is pretty dark. <laughs> it's, it's it's like a, it's like the old testament of of, of pedophile rings. <laughs> the old <laughs> There is this ah. Is, this is like pedophilia, but for the Jews. <laughs> yeah, and there's, a, I mean, there there is like blood rituals. There is orgies. There is all CIA fucking unsolved murders. All that shit. And you, sir, are you waiting to receive my limp penis? <laughs> That's what they'd say. Yeah. That's what they say. And they all look like our our um, our friend. What the hell is that that guy's name? Seth Rogen. There it is. That's his name. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so it, so the question I, I just presented to you, it, it sounds crazy to like normies, I guess you would call them, or just regular people that aren't in in this world. But like we've we've talked about this stuff. This stuff is like similar to like Jeffrey Epstein, the 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 Franklin scandal, as I said before, Hollywood, PizzaGate, 
So to the average person that doesn't know about these things, it does sound insane. But there's a lot of things that 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 are that are factual. They're, the thing I'm going to go through is is the actual police report. So this is all official shit that that was done during during this time. It's not just conjecture. No, it's not just guessing. It's not guessing. It's not drawings done by five year olds. <laughs> <laughs> if you guys missed the the, the Patreon episode. <laughs> Uh, we're going through the Eric Hecker video. Is it Eric or Der- Derek? It, it, it's Eric, Eric because my brother's name is Eric. His name is Eric Hester. Yeah, I was like, oh, dude, that's it's very close. Very close to my brother's name. It's like that dude's job seems like a job that my brother would say that he does. He's like, <laughs> I'm a firefighter in Antarctica. <laughs> so that it gives you kind of an idea of like the type of person my brother is. Yeah. And I love my brother, but he's a little, he's a little gone. Yeah. Which is fine. Yeah. But he's certainly not claiming that uh, there's fucking earthquake machines in Antarctica. Yes. I believe. Yet. I believe Eric Hecker. I am a Eric he- Hecker truther. You're, you're, you're going with the, uh, the earthquake, the earthquake machine. I think his pictures were, were very well drawn. I put it on my refrigerator if I could. If my son drew those pictures, I'm like, that's a very good earthquake machine. You wouldn't be weirded out that your son's drawing earthquake machines? No, I, I, I would tell him there is... Like, we need to sell this. There's earthquake machines. To Halliburton. <laughs> yeah. They're the only ones that can construct this in secret. <laughs> yeah. That's cool. That's I think that'll work. Yeah. I'm into it. Yeah. Come on. Come on, little guy. I'm not going to say his name because he's fucking weirdos on the internet. That's why I don't post pictures of my kid on, on Instagram or anything. Because there's a bunch of weird, like, if you ever look into Pizzagate, Pizzagate were, mm-hmm. they were taking pictures of kids that were already online. And they were just showing, they were putting them in this, like, I guess database. Or they, w- they would send them out. They weren't, like, naked kids. They get stuff out of, like, just kids, like, in regular clothes. Yeah. They just want to look at kids. Yeah, and they just let, want to see their their childish form. Yeah, mm. it's really weird. The the fucking internet's weird. I, I'm I'm just done. I used to post pictures of of my oldest son when he was when he was younger. We I'd always yeah. put it on on Facebook. I'm like, I mean, he's still, I mean, he's still legally underage in yeah. some states. He's a junior in high school right now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I'm sure somebody, I'm sure there's a bunch of creepy old dudes my age that follow his Instagram. Yeah, I don't even think he's on Instagram. Ready for your cock meat sandwich? <laughs> he's he um he's not on. I don't think he's on social media. If he was, I wouldn't follow him because I'd be kind of he he. I don't know. It would make it weird. Yeah, my mom follows me on Instagram. And it's, we, well, you're older now, so it's, it's a little weird, but yeah. I think it's sweet. My mom follows me on Twitter, and then my brother does too. So that, that's why my regular Twitter that I have, all I talk about is sports. Like if you ever go and find me on Twitter for my pri- like my actual account that's not associated with Common, all I do is talk about baseball, and then football season. That's all I'm going to talk about is football. Mm. So if you want to find the good, like shit that we do here, you got to go to at Common Podcast One, and not my personal one, which I'm not going to really put out because it would be disappointing. Just talk about sports. Yeah, just talk about Texas Rangers. That's me, what I'm. That's all I'm talking about right now. And let, me, let me ask you a question. Hmm. Are there any uh, nefarious conspiracies connected to 
football or baseball? Well, I mean, baseball, they, they there's the, the cheating scandals. In uh, basketball, they were the ones where they were, they were uh, it all has to do with betting. Mm. So, like, basketball, they're fixing games back in the day. Tell about Kobe Bryant. Sure. There's a guy that Phil, uh, not, um, <laughs> said Phil Donahue. <laughs> <laughs> Phil Donahue was involved in uh, point shaving <laughs> the NCAA. <laughs> I don't remember the name. It sounded kind of like. Are you that. talking about Phil Jackson? No, not Phil Jackson. It was the referee that was fixing games. Didn't he write a book about yeah. how all of basketball was fixed? It's all fixed. That's why. That's why I don't oh, really watch God. basketball. What anymore. was that guy's name? I was listening. Donny. It might have been something fucking stupid like NPR. I was. Yeah. I was listening to something. It was. It was when that book came out. Yeah, he was hmm. like, yeah, I was listening to something talking about how basically all of basketball is completely fixed. A mo- lot of things are, are are like you can fix baseball pretty easily. You can fix basketball pretty easily. Mm-hmm. And football, you could just like throw interceptions on purpose. Yeah, you could pay a coach to call bad plays. So a- every sport is can be scripted. Sure, and that that's basically like the whole thing about that but i don't think there's any really like that i can think of on the top of my head of 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 sports being a conspiracy maybe it's, it's like to get like it's it's to like distract and it's also oh if you ever watch if you watch any american sport yeah like every commercial is trying to recruit you to, to join the army or the navy or the marines yeah that's i think that's good <laughs> yeah it's you, all you need a, you need an army full of people who are jocks to watch sports yeah they're fucking stupid and poor yeah because they like watching sports which are people in uniform mm-hmm. doing what the fuck they're told in order to win yes that's what a military the is. propaganda is is strong that's acceptable to me that's completely acceptable you don't want free thinkers in the fucking military that's 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 how you get dictators mm-hmm. that's not good yeah sometimes di- dictators work it's just what well, it is d- didn't uh didn't one of the bushes own the texas rangers yeah, uh, George Bush, George W. He was like a part owner. And that's the team that you follow. Yes. <laughs> oh my God. You don't Sh- think that's weird? Shut the fuck up. I like the players. Oh, my God. Yeah. Sean's a shill. He's uh, this is a fake conspiracy show. Also, John Daniels owned the fucking Rangers, mm. and I hate him. But he eventually, uh, well, he, he was not, he didn't own it. He was a GM, and he fucking sucked. Oh, no. Don't. You're, don't. Part, you're part of it, dude. Oh, I, I can't help it. Who am I going to root for? The fucking Yankees? I don't know. You're the fucking reason this country's <laughs> going down the drain. The Oakland A's. No, they're the worst team in baseball. The Oakland A's. The Rangers are finally the good. The Moneyball team. Oh, yeah. Now they're the worst team in baseball. Yeah, but then they made an Academy Award winning uh, movie mm-hmm. about their team starring Brad Pitt and uh, Jonah Hill. No. They're not making fucking movies about you're, any other baseball team you're not going to ruin baseball for it's the first time we've been good in 10 years let me have this mm-hmm. this is our thing you know it'd be weird i want uh, i need you to look into what 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 is george bush doing now that the team is on a bit of a winning streak i, I bet know. i bet he's doing some shit right now probably he's probably if, if you need to sacrifice a child for a championship this year for a world series yeah, maybe, maybe I'm for that. Okay, maybe I'm yeah, for it. Need Taylor Swift to throw out the first pitch, and it's just a baby with blood, dr- dressed like a fucking baseball. <laughs> it's just getting, full of blood. Yeah, getting hit by a fucking Captain Caveman club. A blood ritual. 
Indubitably. She kills a goat in front <laughs> at Globe Life. So at Globe Life Field, they, they take out a goat. They're like, what's this goat go- doing? And then they just fucking slit its throat. Uh, what, Taylor Swift is going to slit its throat? And then Taylor, like, Taylor Swift says, this is for the World Series. You'll thank me later. Oh, my God. Oh, shut up, <laughs> silly woman. So the way this cult was discovered was, oh, uh, shit, I got a little ahead of myself. Back in the 1970s. Damn, I, you, you the threw good old, me up there. The good old days. The good old days. Late 60s, early 70s. Mm-hmm. We're talking Manson family. We're talking Vietnam. Mm-hmm. We're talking about people trying to levitate the Pentagon. <sighs> Hippie, new age bullshit. Yes. Floating free. The Beatles broke up early mm-hmm. 70s, okay? They also, the, the thing about the finders, so this is when the late 70s, 80s, when the finders were around, when they eventually went inside the, the their compound, which is in Washington, D.C., um, there there was a document on there, or there was like something on their computer that said, uh, like, I think it said Operation Pentagon Break-In. <laughs> okay. I want to say it because I didn't write that into the episode, but I had to say that just so like. It's in there. It's in the it's in the podcast now. Yeah. <laughs> so during the seventies and eighties, there's a cult called the Finders. The cult would kidnap children, they would put them in the warehouse, and they would force them to take part in sacrificial animal blood rituals, which are pretty wild. And <laughs> they have pictures of it. Uh, they would have sex orgies and they would subject them to mind control practices. Mm. Fun stuff. So we're going to get into how what this mind control stuff was. I it, look forward to it. It relates to something that we've talked about a lot. And you, could, anyone that that knows about conspiracy, you know what the fuck I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. What, I'm, what I'm going to get into. But so this cult was discovered as a situation that happened in Tallahassee, Florida. Mm-hmm. The official police report, which I'm going to go through. This is a um, I didn't write it word for word, but I, I kind of summarized it. And this was a special. Re- this was a police report by Special Agent Ramon Martinez, and he says as followed, on February 5th, 1987, <laughs> he said, hey, yo. <laughs> <laughs> Ramon, Razor Ramon. Yeah, Razor Ramon. <laughs> that he would was, be funny. He was in the NWO, Chico, <laughs> for life. He takes the pick out just throws it in their he, face. Yeah, that's right. After he's he's finished writing the, the document, he goes up After to his I chief. squeeze... The blood out of a baby, and I throw a toothpick in their <laughs> fucking face. Chico. R.I.P. R.I.P. Scott Hall. Oh, man. I can't believe his real name wasn't Razor Ramon. That's disappointing. <laughs> <laughs> That's the most disappointing part of Scott Hall? Come on. Yeah. How's well, your name not Ramon? I mean, Razor Ramon's a pretty cool name. Maybe the death was the most disappointing thing. That's what I was getting at. Second, his it's name the, is fucking Scott. Yeah, it's not Razor Ramon. <laughs> <laughs> you know what his wrestling name before Razor Ramon was? Uh, No, I don't. He was in WCW, and Diamond Dallas Page was his manager. And he was a, the character of the Diamond Stud. <laughs> That was I don't remember that. The Diamond Stud. That was his pre-Razor Ramon gimmick. I was a big WCW guy, too. How do I not know that? <laughs> the Diamond, Diamond Stud. Stud. That's, a, that's a great name. 
Yeah. Um, yeah, dude, that was, yeah, that was, I don't know. I don't know how long you've been watching wrestling, but that was. Uh, I used to watch uh, Saturday morning wrestling with my dad. Of course. You got to watch it on Saturdays. Mm-hmm. So you can get all fired up for Monday nights. Mm-hmm. So there was always uh, a Monday night show. Yes. It's before Raw. Yeah. WWF w- had primetime wrestling. Before Vince, Vince McMahon really just took over again. That's right. WCW was king for a while. I mean, it's definitely it was it was definitely fucking huge. Yeah, um, and then and then they fucked up for about for exactly eighty six weeks. They fucked up. And oh, they they were they were beating WWF in the ratings. Yes, for eighty six straight weeks, something that was unheard of at the time. That'd be like if fucking you know. M1 mixtapes was the number one watch basketball thing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and no one watched fucking the NBA at all. I mean, that could happen. That could happen very soon because kids don't really watch full basketball games. They need to watch everything in, in fucking one-minute intervals. You can do N1 in one minute. It, it, it would be like... Um, really? Yeah, no one watches basketball anymore. They people only don't just sit there and watch a game? And not really. Not it's really. not like how it used to be. They just, people, they just watch the fucking highlights? And mm-hmm. They go on Instagram. That's how I know Like my, my brother-in-law, that's how he followed his team, is he just follows ESPN on his Instagram. Oh, my God. How lame. I don't even watch sports, and that's lame. That's super lame. Like, how do you know? that? That's why basketball sucks. But anyway, this is not what the episode's about. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, this is what the report says. The police were called because of what looked like children... This was in Tallahassee, Florida, by the way. Uh, the police were called because of what looked like children that were abused in a park. There were six children uh, in, with ages of seven and two. I should say two and seven. The The kids looked like they hadn't been bathed in weeks. They were full of bug bites. None of the kids had underwear on. They were described as feral children, and they were acting like animals. They were living out of a van that was described as dirty and foul, filled with Maps, books, letters, and mattress, and, and one mattress. Only one of them knew how to speak because, like, the thing about them is, like, they were, they were like, ba- they were basically animals. Like, they, when they brought them in, into this police station, they didn't understand how phones work. They didn't understand how bathrooms work. So they're, what this one, only one of the kids knew how to speak English, mm-hmm. and I think she knew how to count. To ten in Mandarin, it's really in, weird. In Mandarin, yeah. This is the this is what the seven year old. Mm-hmm. Jesus Christ! So it's it's basically the equivalent of uh, the feral kid from uh, from Mad Max Two, mm-hmm. one with the fucking boomerang. That kid, yeah. It's exactly exactly that that is on point because wow, these kids um they. They didn't, yeah, so they couldn't speak. They didn't understand anything that was in there. They didn't understand any te- kind of technology. Where were their parents? Well, their ki- their parents were part of the the um, the cult, but they were being transported by these two guys, and they were, they were like, well, when they saw these kids at the park, they were watching them sitting outside of the van, and they were, like, well-dressed. They had suits on, ties, and everything. Mm-hmm. And um, the adults were identified as Michael Houlihan and Douglas Ammerman, both of whom were from Washington, D.C. 
in the name. Some some of the names of the kids are so funny. One of them is nam- named uh, Benjamin Franklin. <laughs> really, Benjamin Franklin? Was a, I, I didn't write any of the names on here, but they were. Uh, <laughs> they sound I mean, like fake names. I mean, how did they? How did they know who they were? They didn't. Like they're, they I think, did, the, I think or the maybe they, girl they was just like, gave them the name Benjamin Franklin. They're like, yeah. we're going to name you Benjamin Franklin. Yeah. <laughs> and, and the other kid's going to be named Ronald McDonald. Because <laughs> you don't have any fucking idea. We don't know who you are. You've never been to school. You don't have a birth certificate. No. We're, we're just going to give you your name's going to be Alex P. Keaton. That's going to be your name. Yeah. <laughs> it's Michael J. Fox's character from Family Ties. <laughs> Um, let me see if I can find their names because they're so hilarious. Um, <laughs> their name is their name. <laughs> their name is Charles Entertainment Cheese. <laughs> is that what the E stands for? That's what the E in Chuck E. Cheese stands for. It stands for Entertainment. Charles Entertainment Cheese. Oh my god! No, I don't have it up here. Um. Just hit, oh shit! I forgot it's in the fucking. It's actually written. I was I was gonna do the how the com, command F to find the names, mm-hmm. but it's an, it's an actual document that's like screenshot. Oh, dang it! Anyways, back to the show because <laughs> the names are are irrelevant to what we were talking about because they're just names. So when when interviewed, the child that could speak said they were on their way to Mexico to go to uh, a school for smart kids. That's what she she said. The child also said they lived in a commune in Washington D.C. where they lived in tents. Ammerman and Houlihan were both taken into custody for the suspicion of uh, subject, subjects being involved in supplying children for production of child pornography. Upon being taken into custody, both refused to. To cooperate, instead, uh, one of them produced a business card. And one, uh, I think the other guy, he pretended like he was feigning. So when they were talking to him, he, he pretended to pass out. It's like, uh, so one of them is like, here's my business card. And it says, it says, uh, was Charles Entertainment Cheese, professional <laughs> child pornographer. <laughs> And the other guy has a fucking seizure. <laughs> you ever see those videos of that uh, that kung fu cult called Yellow Bamboo? No, they they're one of those people who think that you can like you can like uh, you can you can knock people out just by using chi power. Mm-hmm. And uh, there's a video where there's actually a documentary. There's this uh, there's this festival somewhere out in uh, in Europe where basically cults go. It's 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 a festival, but it's just cults, and one of them is Yellow Bamboo. And there's there's this scene where, like, somebody like they're on the beach, and someone runs at you, and you're supposed to like knock them down using your mental force chi power. And there's this woman, this like middle aged woman, tries to do it, and this fucking grown man sprints, and instead of him getting like knocked down by the chi power mm-hmm. he just mows this bitch over <laughs> and just busts her fucking face open it's so funny that's awesome but, but knowing that he fucked up and i think exactly at that moment he realized that chi power is fake he just falls on the ground and starts fucking convulsing <laughs> in the fucking sand it's really funny nice <laughs> that's amazing I'll, I'll try to find it 
Yeah. So, uh, so yeah. So they they're they're uh, they they get arrested. So, um, I think what it said on the back of his car, what it really said was he was he has the right to. Um, I think he was he was pleading the fifth, and there's something on, on the card that said that. Where um, he 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 has the right to, to to remain silent, or I don't remember. It was fucking stupid. He uh, he 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 didn't say anything. He just gave him a card that says that I plead the fifth. So he was ready. He was ready to one day be arrested for transporting children for the purposes of John Brown. Yeah, <laughs> he's like, I'm gonna have this. Watch, check this out. Ace, ace in the hole. <laughs> <laughs> well dressed guy. He's ready to go. Has his cards ready. So I wonder if he had a whole stack of cards. Oh, my God. Yeah, he probably already blew through, like, a bunch of them you know, at some point. So uh, while in custody, the children were unable to identify themselves. The children were unaware of function and purpose of telephones, televisions, and toilets. One of the children stated that they were not allowed to live indoors and were only given food as a reward. Apparently, these kids were, like, fucking pissing in the corner. It, while they're in this, while they're in this precinct, so they're just peeing, like out there. They're like, "What the fuck is wrong with these kids? These fucking bitch ass kids." Yeah, that's weird. But at the same time, my kid, like he, we went to H E B the other day. That's and we he got out of the car and just started peeing. I was like, "You gotta wait till you get." <laughs> like, come on, <laughs> your sixteen year old was doing this. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no, my four year old. <laughs> Damn, dude. but he, he'll pee anywhere. Except for inside, he knows outside. He's like, I'm gonna pee on the on the fucking tire, and or he or like when we went camping, he's like, there's like all these trees. I was like, you want to use the bathroom? He's like, I'm gonna pee on this tree. That is so ridiculous. <laughs> that's funny though. Yeah, that's what boys do. He's They're like, fucking I, weird. He's like, I gotta fucking pee. Yeah. So he just fucking pees on your on your tire or someone else's. It was my tire, and like I was trying, <laughs> a little shit. Yeah, I was, I was getting my daughter out of the car, and I just heard it, and I was like, "What? What the hell is that?" And like some of it was like sprinkling on my leg. I was like, "What the fuck is that?" And he was just pissing right next to me. I was like, "What are you doing?" He's like, "I had to go pee." I was like, "What? What? It's true, but you <laughs> but gotta pee in the toilet." Not, but it's not cool, dude. It's not cool. Yeah, I I did I did find some yellow bamboo footage. Okay, but. This is this is random, but okay. So this is they're they're at this uh, they're at this cult retreat, mm-hmm. and um, I think it's it might be in Scandinavia somewhere. Mm-hmm. But basically, these dudes are on the beach, and they'll have somebody run at them, and they they try to knock the guy down using fucking force power. So there's an example of like it working, and then this woman tries to do it, and it didn't go so well. So we'll cut to that. Yeah, it looks like this. Boom, knocked him down using the force. Oh, oh, oh yeah. Like a fish out of water. Actually, that guy is the funniest guy in the whole documentary because he thinks all of this is bullshit. Yeah. You stand okay. here. Oh, see this lady? And Rebecca, you pre- prepare her. Now she's going to knock him down using force power. Do it, Grandma. It's still real to me, damn it. <laughs> look, at the guy, look at the guy twitching on the floor. Did you see that? Oh, my God. That's the guy who knocked her down. So now he wakes up. He's like, what happened? Dude, that's that's fist foot way. Have you ever seen fist foot way? Yeah. It's basically fucking fist foot way. He fucking fucked 
this bitch's face <laughs> up, dude. Because when he hit her, he just put his fucking shit like this and just ran his forearms through her face and her whole nose is busted up. That random dude they cut to <laughs> was like some rugby player from wherever. And I guess some girl was like, we should go out to this fucking... You'll have fun. He got there, and the documentary crew's interviewing him, and he's just like, oh, fuck. I thought this was going to be like a festival or something. We get here. It's a fucking cult convention, and I can't fucking leave for four days. What is this cult? I'll find out. I'm blanking on the name right now. This is it's amazing. Really, it's, it's, it is pretty fucking bad, but that... It didn't show it in that video, but he fucked that lady up so God bad. Damn. He just fucking <laughs> full force blew his forearms right through her fucking nose. Holy shit. If you're listening to this on audio, you have to see that. Oh, my God. <laughs> just go to Rumble. Follow us on Rumble because uh, we, we did a pretty edgy episode on YouTube, which is probably going to be uh, that'll probably be our last our one and uh, last final strike on YouTube. So go on Rumble because Rumble believes in free speech, but they also don't believe we should do two streams without paying. So, <laughs> um, yeah. So while while doing checks, oh, real the- real quick, sorry to interrupt you. Sorry to interrupt you, oh, but good. the name of the documentary is called Three Miles North of Molcom. That's M O L K O M. Three miles north of Molcom. It's a documentary about this convention. That's just cults go there to hang out on a fucking island I love for the cults. weekend. Isn't that great? I love cults, man. It, it's it's they're super interesting. It's it's so much fun. Yeah. Um. I, when I was having this conversation with with work right now, we we're talking about that that crazy girl that um she man I really hope she doesn't listen to this stupid podcast. girl. Uh. So she is um she has a baby with someone pretty famous. In the um in 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 like the militia, I don't know. It would more be um the Proud Boys, the guy that the FBI informant. What's his name? Um, has a baby with that guy. Yeah, I don't know if I should say his name, but he um tar- is it Tario? Whatever the fuck. Enrique Tario. Yes. And I don't I don't want to blow up her whole thing, but um, well, all right, too late. <laughs> so she. Would tell me that she's in the CIA and that like she's an alien, just like all this fucking wild shit. And this is your coworker. Well, no. Well, the guy I was talking to, he was like, "Oh, you knew it was crazy," and I was like, "Oh," and I said her name, and he's like, "Oh yeah, she is. She's fucking crazy." I was like, "Well, yeah, she's telling me this how she had a baby with so and so," and he's like, "Oh no, that's true. I looked it up." So. Do do you see her often? Is I haven't she... seen her in a while, so she might have been right about being in the CIA. She also said I was making fun of. Um, we were we were talking about having making a Fred Durst uh, votive candle to pray to, and she got really pissed because she's very religious. She walks around with the fucking Bible all the time. Yeah. Did you? But, you she, ever... but 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 what I was trying to get to was yeah. He was saying that she used to be in a cult as a child. Sounds like she still is. Yeah. Um. Do you ever do you ever watch Bill Maher's podcast? I watch clips. It's so bad. Is it really? It's unbelievably bad. And his, anyone that's on TV is bad at at podcasting. Terrible without without writers. If if you're like if you have a talk show, like you're you're pretty much fucking useless. Mm-hmm. Everyone who's had a like a nighttime talk show, 
Like, it, anytime they try to go out on their own, they suck. Like Conan O'Brien? Conan O'Brien, I think he's probably the guy who's, like, the strongest at holding shit together. David Letterman, garbage. Garbage. Total garbage. But Actually, Bill, Bill Maher's podcast is terrible, and his I last guest was Fred Durst. No way. Every fucking interview he does, he's just a smug fucking old boomer retard. Fred Durst? No, fuck. Fred Durst is chill as fuck. Hell yeah, he would. He's just like, he's basically like, dude, like Limp Bizkit was like a joke band. He's like, we just did it as a joke. Yeah. And then all of a sudden we're millionaires. Hot dog flavor water? Come on. Yeah, he's like, the whole thing was a total fucking joke. And people took it super seriously. And he was like bummed out. He's like, because he's like, dude, fucking dude bros would just—that's the whole audience is dude bros. He's like, dude, they did. He's a, like, we we're all n- like nerds. They did a cover of fucking we're, George Michael. Like, we're, come on, we're band, we're like band nerds. Yeah. He's like, I look out on my crowd and it's just fucking aggressive dude bros. He's like, it's a total nightmare. <laughs> he's like, the fucking joke just blew up on our face. It's it's, it's an interesting. From his and actually, he deals with Bill Maher very well. Like, if you see like the Jeffrey Ross fucking episode of Bill Maher, you're just like, "How is anyone friends with this fucking guy?" Yeah, terrible. Uh, what's it called? Uh, hey, what's going on? Apple Eater with Rome. I, I've never seen any in the chats, but uh, she said, or he or she says, "Do people in the CIA say they're in the CIA?" I don't yes. think so. oh, the guy with the. Uh, um, was it Alex Alex Stinger Springer? What the fuck is his name? Jerry Springer, the guy that's gonna uh, that we've been talking to. He might he might want to come on the show. He did just did an interview with a guy in the CIA, and he said well, he was in the CIA. Buck Sexton. He's he's this whole thing is he used to be in the CIA. Buck Sexton was. Oh, you're talking about the guy on uh, uh, that does the show with Clay Clay with Travis. Clay Travis. Yeah, I don't know that. See, I don't know enough about those guys. Yeah. I mean, they come on KLBJ. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> but, uh, I'm sorry, go ahead. Oh, no. Uh, so while doing checks on the registration of the van, they were able to track down where it came from. So uh, they they uh, the address took them to a warehouse in Washington, D.C. They had an informant because I guess there was a lot of people that was looking into the finders at this point. There was an informant had given them information regarding a cult that lived there, and they performed blood rituals. Sexual orgies involving children, and yet an an an, un, an unsolved murder in which the finders may have been involved with. They were able to match the names of the children that were there, and the and the fucking the grownups too. They were able to match some of them to the finders and some of the parents that lived there. They were also uh, yeah, so they 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 got this ID of the adults, and they were. This is how they connected them to the finders because you can you can track all this stuff down even back then. So during the execution of the warrant at the warehouse, they were able to access and observe the whole building. Like they had full access to this warehouse. Hmm. And this is where it gets weird. Even though the beginning part is weird. Feral <laughs> children. It gets weirder. Like the feral children at this park, they're there for like six hours just playing. Which sounds like paradise if you're a child. You're like, fuck yeah, I get to be at the park all day. Don't have to wear underwear. Be fucking stinky. Like, that sounds fun. There's this documentary. I think it's called Street Smart. I could be wrong. But it's basically a documentary about uh, child prostitutes in, like, the early 1980s. Mm -hmm. And it's super sad. And I wonder if any of that's even connected to some of this stuff. It may or may not be. But it's it's tragic, especially Mm -hmm. in the inner cities. Where there's just like child prostitutes 
it's it's very common in the 1980s. Like I, ever, I was telling you before the show, what was the name of the school? Montessori. Yeah, the, yeah, yes. Good pronunciation. I finally got. It. I, I Mon- thought I was gonna miss it because it's pronounced like Monte, like Monte Cristo. It's like Montessori. Yeah, there there was the stuff in Florida where they were trafficking children and they were raping these kids or molesting them. It was like a big issue over there. Like in, I think it was called Glendale, Florida. I, li- I listened to a podcast the other day about it, or yesterday, last night when I was cleaning up. This is what I listened cleaning to. up. I was cleaning up my the kitchen. Cleaning cum off of dead bodies. <laughs> I was dumping ammonia. Yeah. It gets rid of the cum off uh, my victims. Ammonia does? I don't know. I remember that from Boondock Saints. It's good. It's got blood, right? Yeah. You gotta put the ammonia. Eventually turns the red blood into yellow. Yellow blood. Mm-hmm. Like, turns- like the yellow bastard from uh uh Sin City. Well it's like your heart when it gets when 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 you're fat and full of Fat. <laughs> your heart turns what, what, yellow. Well, your blood turns yellow. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> what I don't it? think that's a thing. No, I just made that up. You just made that. I like it though. It's funny. Yeah. <laughs> Donald Trump don't trust China. China is asshole. So um, I think we have a question. If you'd like to take a question. Um, so, a, Lady Lamb, or did you have one? Uh, let's see. There's one. That says, so, do you all believe they use the occult to distract or? Is the occult part of it? That's a good question because it was just during the whole satanic panic time. Mm-hmm. And this is the way. So the satanic panic, there was de- definitely Satanism. There's too much Satanism for it not to be true. But I think they use the occult to make it seem like it was like a, like a disinformation uh, kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So well, it, it made yeah. anyone that looks into this look insane. They're like, no, this is all bullshit. This is all the satanic panic stuff. This is not happening. Yeah. So mo- uh, most satanic panic stuff was, uh, one, it wasn't particularly organized. Mm-hmm. It was just, um, I, I, don't know, I don't know what I can compare it to, but um, it was. It's like calling it, communists. Like everyone yeah. in, in everyone on the left was a communist, and that's what that was kind of like how the satanic panic was. It's like saying everyone on January six was a Trump supporter, and not definitely uh, an a FBI fed. or uh, a CIA agent. Yes, it's like that. Mm-hmm. So, like, it was there was definitely Satanism there because there is pictures of kids wearing the the white um, like bedsheet over them, and then slaughtering goats. Like those pictures do exist, mm-hmm. so it was happening. There's some kind of weird blood ritual, and maybe that was you. There, they maybe they wanted those pictures to get out or the information to get out to be like all oh, the finders. It's all fucking bullshit. Like, but like Richard Ramirez, like that that can be considered like occult murders because he El Paso stand up El Paso <laughs> shout out El Paso Richard Ramirez Woo! Woo! got beat up by a bunch of Mexicans in LA got fucking stomped the fuck out by a, by La Raza yeah <laughs> so so to answer your question I think it's a little bit of both because I think uh, I, I, there is there is some there's a lot of bullshit with uh, the, the the occult did I ever tell you that Richard Ramirez looks exactly like my dad? Oh, really? Yeah. 
I'll try to get you, uh, find you a picture of my biological father, but he looks a lot like. Uh, what if he was? What if he was like? What if well, Richard you wanna, Ramirez you, wasn't the real Richard do Ramirez? You, do you want to hear something fucked up? Yes, of course. Okay. My my biological dad's uh, his name Richard. <gasps> you know what my middle name is? Ramirez. <laughs> it's a good guess. No, it's Richard. Oh, really? Oh, so you're Dick? Yeah, bro. Yeah. Adam Dick Hester. That's right. Doctor. Doc, Dr. Dick. Dr. Dick. You're welcome. Mm-hmm. We have a doctor on the show. I don't know if you guys. I'm a doctor. Listen to our Patreon. There's no other doctors in conspiracy theory shows. A bunch of quacks. Yeah. A bunch of quacks that think that we live in the fucking Matrix like a bunch of nerds. <laughs> you don't think we live in the Matrix, do you? Ugh. Just, just, that, say, just that, say no. I do believe it. I think there is a, there's a simulation theory that it has a lot of scientific backing. Go listen to. <laughs> yeah, go know, listen to who? Who? Tell me. Go go watch the Y Files. And they did a simulation theory episode. And I was like, okay, I'm in now. Like, because it's so fucking convincing that, yeah. um, like, it. Because it, 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 I used to think that was all stupid. Mm-hmm. It, it kind of is, but also there's a, there there are things in there you're like oh that that's interesting. You think we live in the matrix? I think I think we live in a, a certain simulation. I think there's so many different uh, dimensions and and there's different realities. I do believe that could happen, hundred percent. But do you think it's happening right now? Could be. We may and like there's a Why reason. Are you gay? <laughs> <laughs> So, I don't know. I I think there's something about having gut feelings and having uh, deja vu. I think I think you keep living these lives, and okay. I think that's a simulation. I think I think you you keep living the same life until you have a perfect life, until you 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 do all the things that you're supposed to do. I think there's something to that, and it it gets pretty deep. But I, there's, I think you keep living in, then you 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 do some of the same mistakes, but sometimes you do something a little differently. But your body will remember, like, oh, this is the time when you fucking crash your bike and break your leg, or something like that. And mm. that's a deja vu. I think that's what deja vu comes from. It's kind of weird that you your your brain will remember something exactly how it happened before it happens. It's definitely weird. Mm-hmm. It's definitely weird, but. It's like, and I imagine a lot of that uh, ties into like, well, what are dreams? Yeah. Why dream? Why go to sleep? Mm-hmm. But then again, it's like there's a medical reason for do you have to sleep? Yeah. But then people are like, do you have to sleep? I'm like, for fuck's sake. <laughs> for fuck's sake. Uh, you yeah. talk like a fag. <laughs> so... All right, so during this execution of the warrant of the warehouse, they were able to access the whole building, like I was saying. Uh, they found clothing consisting of diapers and clothes for toddlers. There were no children on the premises at the time, and I'll get into that in a second, why they weren't there. Ooh, that's fucking spooky. Yeah. While observing the files on the computers, there were documents with detailed information on obtaining children for unspecified reasons. There were instructions including the impregnation of female members of the community known as the finders, purchasing children, trading, and kidnapping. The interesting thing is, like, they actually had a name for the cult. Usually, like, other people will be like, oh, this is what, well, not for cults, but, like, the media will create, like, a name for them. They're like, oh, we're just, like, a group. They don't come up with, like, they were actually, 
They were like, oh, we are the finders. So mm-hmm. Finders is a real thing. There were also, uh, there were telex messages. Do you know what telex are, is? Telex? Yeah. What a telex message is. No, it's it's it sounds like it sounds like a calling card. It's that you buy from a uh, Mexican liquor store. It's it's basically what a telex message is is uh, like a telegram. Okay. So they would. This is like in the eighties. This is like before like email and shit. So there were telex messages through an MCI account that spe- specifically showed the purchase of two children in Hong Kong to be arranged through a contact in the Chinese embassy, which is pretty. Crazy, we're sending that telegram. Hmm. That is crazy. Hello, stop. I would like to have two children to fuck. Stop. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I would I would be liking two fucking, please. <laughs> oh, you're saying in Chinese. But here, here you go. Uh, this is, see, I'm not crazy. I'm mm-hmm. not crazy uh, or and or racist. Mm-hmm. See, there you go. Telemex. Oh, yeah. Telemex. That's very close. This is a Mexican calling card. It's worth one hundred dollars. Oh man, that's a lot of that's a lot of calls. That is a lot of calls. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm saying. That's that like that sounded like uh, like that. Mm-hmm. I I used to have this uh, La Raza when I was growing up in my old neighborhood. There used to be this um, this black fellow that would come to our house and he would borrow our phone. And he would talk on it for hours. Well, that's what you call a homeless person. Yeah. Well, he He's had like, a I house. have to call Jesus. Can yeah. I borrow your phone for yeah. five hours? He would be on the phone for a really long time. I was like, hey, can we get our phone back? He's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. We're almost done. <laughs> it was embarrassing. <laughs> what an ass. <laughs> <laughs> I was like 10 years old. Like, yeah, yeah, go ahead. That, that's fine. You can borrow my phone. <laughs> telling some fucking fourth grader I'm using your phone <laughs> he would just show up and my dad was like don't ever let that guy have our phone again <laughs> okay sorry dad <laughs> like how about you have that uncom- uncomfortable conversation with that guy <laughs> did you just let the, were your parents around or you just let this random no it was like during the day house? it was like in the summer there's no school you yeah. just knocking on the door he was like one of our neighbors like who are you calling and who are you talking to for four hours? Yeah, I wouldn't let any of my neighbors into my house now as a, no. as an adult. I don't even have kids. Yeah. That I'm willing to discuss. <laughs> but I, I no. If my neighbor came over and be like, can I use your phone? I'd be like, you need to get the fuck away from my house. Yeah. Okay? Or you're going to be fertilizer on my lawn. Mm-hmm. So there were also text messages dis, uh, discussing bank secrecy. So they wanted to do some of these transa- transactions secretly. Mm. And this was uh, in the in the fucking computer or the telex computer. There were also identified interests in high-tech transfer to the UK. So this goes to the whole global human trafficking stuff, like early shit. Uh, there were also a computer network which advised participants to, quote, Move the children and keep them moving through different jurisdictions and instructions on how to avoid police attention. Mm-hmm. So, like they 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 even mentioned in these in these documents about how the police arrested the people in Tallahassee yeah. to get out of there. It's it's so damning. Uh, what this, you do, what you do is you put the kid on your shoulders, having the kid sit on your shoulders, and you put on a big raincoat <laughs> over yourself, and it's just the kid's head on a big body. Yeah, and you walk through, you walk through uh, the state line, walk through the state line into now. the Carolinas. Yeah, now, now you have a 
what was it, the trench coat with the big humans? It's like Bojack Horseman. <laughs> those three kids that sat on each other's shoulders. Yeah, it's like the little rascals. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and also in the computers were nude images of children. The description of explicit sexual con- conduct between the community known as the Finders. There were also a photo album of children dressed in all white sheets participating in a blood ritual which centered around the execution of at least two goats. The photos portray the execution, disembowelment, skinning, and dismemberment of the goats at the hands of the children. Good God. You're the fucking reason this country's going down the drain. The warehouse contained a video room, and this is what I was alluding to earlier about mind control. So there was like a room, it was called the indoctrination room. It had an area, yeah, it's a little on the nose. Uh, a little, little bit. <laughs> it had an area where they could produce their own videos. So they had cameras. They had. I wonder if they had lighting. So I wonder if it looked like this. It looked nice, like this. Yeah. They have a switcher where you can cut between camera angles. Thus, beautiful. Look at that. Look at beautiful, beautiful, excellently lit. Nice little switcher, and they have some uh, soft lights over here. Little it, little soft lights. Soft bars. Yeah, you, you need to be able to capture the child's fear from every angle. <laughs> It needs to be lit. They're creamy, feral skin. Yeah, it needs to be lit perfectly. It's it's like the uh, the thing you're talking to with Gordo last week, where you're talking about the shooting of uh, uh, these these like execution videos with like DSLR cameras, and they have like the gimbals, and they have like a good, uh, uh, what's it called? Um, yeah, the the ISIS human slaughterhouse videos. Yeah. Or the a great depth of field on it, so you get it oh, hyper focused. I wonder if they had to take multiple takes. We're like, okay, okay, we're gonna we're gonna do this. We're gonna put this. Get, get another guy. <laughs> you already saw it through his head. Okay, get another one. Okay, let's go back to one. Wipe off the blade. Get the blood off the blade. Okay, we're gonna start again. Okay, and oh, wait, wait. He has to wear the same hat. Put, get get the hat on the kid. Put it back on him. Yeah. Okay. He's wearing a blue hat. We need continuity here, people. Okay. Here we go. And action. Oh no! It's off your head again. <laughs> and, I see a house. And cut. And we got it, boys. It's a wrap, people. Thank you. Good job. Thank you. Beautifully Thank you, shot. Now get rid of that body. Oh god! Now throw them on the fucking the the uh, the pile for burning. <laughs> we, we might have to record that though. That's good content. We're in the content business, people. Yeah, they're in the content business. You want clicks or not? We're gonna monetize this video. There's a guy named Adam in Austin, Texas that wants to watch this stuff. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's that's where we're at. You're welcome, everyone. So this area. Where they could produce their own videos. There was an altar set up, which goes back to the whole Satanism stuff. There was an altar where they were... I don't know what they did with this altar. It was just really weird where where it was placed. Uh, There was a residential area of the warehouse. And they also found many jars of urine and feces in the same area. (laughs) So call back to the Michael Aquino. Michael Aquino was uh, making those kids drink piss and eat shit. Mm-hmm. Kind of next to where I was born in San Francisco. <laughs> I, I'm putting myself in the store for some reason. I don't know why. I was. I know you act like it was rich. literally like right next to you in the bed next to where your mother gave birth to you. Hey, Mike. 
Fancy seeing you it's like over five here. Five blocks away. Yeah, you're like it's literally. I was born next to it, Mister Aquino. It's I was good to born see you. next to a five year old eating shit from a jar. Literally, I was. Oh boy. <laughs> well, at least a quarter of a mile away. I was just close well, enough. My mom was driving by that fucking uh, daycare center every day. <laughs> <laughs> What's happening in these buildings over here? You, you don't, you have no idea. Many of the members in the finders uh, had passports that were found in this compound. Many of them had passports, and this is kind of strange. They had passports to North Korea, Moscow, and North Vietnam in the 1970s. Dude, that must have been fun. Fuck yeah. How do regular people, so for people that don't think this is a CIA front, how the fuck do regular people get a passport to countries we're not friendly with, like Russia, North Korea, and northern Vietnam. Well, they they don't. They don't. They do not. That is a what you call a smoking gun. <laughs> uh, from there, the CIA classified this as an internal matter. Uh, this The case became classified... Because the CIA came in and they're just like, all right, this is our case now. So we are going to take over because of just because of those passports. The passports are what made it a an actual uh, foreign affair, I guess you would call it. You had uh, um, the CIA comes in and they, they make this all classified. They don't really start releasing any of these documents until like 2019. So like almost like almost 30 years ago. It's like insane. I think my numbers might be right. I think that sounds right. Uh, what he says, uh, lady lamb says Aquino was CIA. Yes, he was. He was, he was like, he was like deep state guy. <laughs> like he was a guy that was involved with, with, uh, like project Phoenix and Vietnam he was involved with being in the like deep underground military bases in fucking um, in uh, um, like Cheyenne Mountain. He was involved with a lot of weird shit. Michael Quino, like listen to our episode did about him. He's wild. But anyways, what did you do? <laughs> Why? But I don't even know what you're talking about. I don't know. the The leader of the finders was a guy. So like every time there there is a an actual. Like cult, of course you have a you have to have the the cult leader who was who was very charismatic and he was like to be to be a cult leader you got to be very charismatic. Got to be cool as fuck. Like Eli Halvard. <laughs> yeah, Eli is is the cult leader. If you wanted to, if you wanted to, he'd be a good cult leader. I'm just saying. But he he's. He's wrapped in the warm blanket of capitalism, mm-hmm. and that keeps him from becoming a monster. Good for capitalism. It's doing its job. It's doing its job. In its natural form. Indubitably. The leader of the Finders was a guy named uh, Marion, Marion David Petty. He was a retired Air Force Master Sergeant. So <laughs> that's kind of crazy. He has a Master Sergeant. He had some deep CIA ties. So his late wife was an employee for the CIA for over 20 years where much of her career was serving the CIA chief of station in Frankfurt, Germany. One of, uh, one of, uh, Petty's sons, uh, he served in the CIA air America 
So um, if anyone knows about Air America. Like Air America Radio? I don't know. What's Air America uh, Radio? It was around in like... Uh, Vietnam? No, early 2000s. It was, a, it was, a, it was like a uh, liberal radio network. And Al Franken was on there. Randy Rhodes, not the guitar player for Ozzy Osbourne, but it's a lady, like radio host. Oh, Randy with an I. That makes you a lady. Yeah. Yeah. It was, yeah. It was, and it was called Air America Radio. And it, that's interesting because it it fucking tanks. Yeah. Because Air America is, uh, is a CIA backed, uh, like airline. They, this is what they use during Vietnam. So if you look up American Air, it's a lot like, uh, Southern Air Transport, mm-hmm. which they're 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 very deeply connected. And this is kind of how people have connected Jeffrey Epstein to the Finders, because if you guys remember what we talked about, or if anyone knows anything uh, deep into Jeffrey Epstein, is he um, uh, Les Wexner bought Southern Air Transport just so he can take uh, unlimited like all of his clothing uh, that he owned. To like China or like all around the world, and they use these same airlines to transport children to these parties in other places. And this is kind of what the finders why they are associated with Jeffrey Epstein. Mm. Yes, the hole goes down even deeper. It gets it gets fucking deep. I'm telling you. According to journalist Wendell L. Minnick. A well-connected CIA member said that the the finders was a CIA front. Wendell stated in in his book about all this stuff. He said, "Quote: CIA made one contact and admitted to owning the finders organization as a front for a domestic computer training operation, but that it had gone bad." Hmm. I don't know why they would use a cult to have a like a computer training operation. I mean, um, I know that there's been like, oh my God, what's the name of the cult? There, there was a cult, um, out in California mm-hmm. and it was sort of based around uh, meditation. It was like a meditation cult, Yeah, but everyone in the cult was pushed to get into uh, computer programming and working with technology. Mm-hmm. And that's where they would actually kind of like, uh, try to find recruits. Mm-hmm. And I'm blanking on the name, but I'll find out what it is. Oh. But it's, you know, it's it's not uncommon that you, you get people from very certain, you know, just kind of like far, far, like far right wing. Yeah. Uh, I would call I would call them cults. Yeah. You know, you would want people who are ex-military or have some sort of law enforcement background or something like that. You know, they're, they're, people like that seem to be easy to convince that the end of the world's coming. We got to fucking... We got to strap up. We got to, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It, it's mm-hmm. the, the opposite of the end of that spectrum would be like, you need people in tech. People in tech tend to think a certain way. Mm-hmm. And okay. And if you have some sort of like cult of personality, fucking cult that maybe appeals to people who work in tech, they're just, they're just people there that are just easy to easy prey. Mm-hmm. You can proselytize to them and just suck them in. Yeah. Uh, um, so I'm, I'm, I'm reading the chats. Fright, Frightening Me says, Wexner owned the remnants of Air America, which turned into Southern Air Transport. Good. Yep, that's exactly what happened. And this is the connection to Jeffrey Epstein. Frightening Me also writes the Presidio, and that's where uh, 
Michael Aquino was um, was running this whole daycare where they're fucking kids and and that's where you you, you, you the first memories you ever had was a was a was a toddler drinking mm-hmm. piss shit from a mason jar. Yeah, it's called Jankum. Yeah, if you sniff that, you get you get a crazy high. Yeah, you've been chasing that high your whole life, haven't you? I'll never get it back. You'll never, you'll never capture that dragon, my friend. I keep looking. Uh, uh, I keep thinking about getting on an airplane, going to San Francisco, going to the Presidio Hospital. Like, <laughs> show me. This is where it all started. I'm telling you, one day we'll go there. We're gonna do a whole. Con mm-hmm. man goes to California thing. We'll go to patreon.com forward slash comment podcast. So donate over there. Send us to San Francisco. Send us to San Francisco. It's not as expensive as you sound as it sounds. Mm-hmm. We'll, we'll go there for a couple of days. We can go to the Bohemian club. We can go to the Presidio uh, mm-hmm. hospital where Sean was born. Mm-hmm. I mean, we can, we can go, we can go over, we can, we can go to the people's uh, temple or yes. fucking Jonestown, uh, Jim Jones's church. I was just listening to a podcast about that. It's right on Should Fillmore. We do Jim Jones episode soon? I don't know. Maybe. Maybe not. Now that we're talking about cults, we'll see. Oh fuck, man! I forgot that was in San Francisco. Yeah, dude. It was. Yeah, it was before right, they went to Guyana. Right, they, right, in right on Fillmore Street. Oh uh, fucking! Uh, I mean, anyone knows anything about Jim Jones? He's definitely a CIA guy. That's that's a fucking that that that's that's hard to dispute. Um, uh, I'm over here reading the 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 the, the chat on on Rumble. If you guys are listening on audio, it's on all on Rumble. If you guys want to chat with us, be part of the show. But anyways, the the theory is that Petty started a hippie. Well, this isn't the actual theory. So he started a hippie commune for like an alternative lifestyle. Um, like he started like a cult. It wasn't, I guess it didn't start off as bad until the CIA got involved with it, but it was infiltrated, uh, by the CIA around like the late 1970s, uh, early 1980s. They became engrossed in computer technology and business practices. And that's where it got kind of weird. The living arrangements were very strange. Male and women were separated in different living quarters. Coupling was forbidden and sex was a favor granted from above. When a woman felt the need to, to to have company, she called one of the men from the quarters to have sex with her. But the men were rot- were rotated to to prevent attachments. Does this kind of sound like The Simpsons? On The Simpsons, where they had the the leader, the probably the leader would tell. The them. Simpsons predicted everything. I know, yeah. like they knew about the the, the fucking finders. <laughs> yeah, they're 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 all up in there. Yeah, the leader. The leader said, "I can have sex today." <laughs> Get your daily rations of punani. Yeah, punani. <laughs> it's like the, the fucking uh, uh, what was it? The Steven Seagal song. Did you see that? I posted that the other day. It was it was it, you get daily rations of punani. No, it's Steven Seagal. Get daily rations of punani. He doesn't play with a pick. Dude, there's a Steven Seagal song where he's uh, um, he's uh. It's like Jamaican dancehall music, and he's like faking a Jamaican accent, like Chet Hanks or something. He's the original Chet Hanks. Good lord! And he talks about I want the, the punani. Oh my god! I can't believe you've even seen this. <laughs> this is actually now that you kind of describe it, it does sound familiar. It's it's a real thing, and he he fakes a Jamaican Oof. accent. 
Oh man. I wish I had imagine a drunk Steven Seagal like hitting on your mom out of fucking Applebee's. I said, that's fine. My stepdad's like, he, he, he has a hard time walking. You need a real man in the house to start fixing some shit. <laughs> oh, God. Sorry. Sorry, Otis. I'm just kidding. I don't really believe that. Uh, the sequel for Out to Justice is called Out for Ponani. Ponani. <laughs> um, oh, that'd be great if my family started listening to my podcast. They would think I'm even more crazy. Besides my 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 uh, um, my adoptive family, my my in laws, they like listen to the show now. So shout out to to the to my mother in law, mother in law. Uh, uh, I don't know, if my, I don't know if my my brother in laws listen to it, but I'm, I'm I sent them the the Sandy Hook stuff, so they're they're starting to get into it. Sandy Hook. Uh, well, well, let's give them a let's give them a, a friendly shout out. Let's give them a bit. I don't know if I I don't know if I I'm on Team Human. I care about you. I appreciate you. I love you. Very cool. Shout out um, family in New York. Uh, the CIA never admitted to Petty ever being a part of the CIA, but they there are documents that say he received training by the CIA. The documents said that Petty was recruited in 1946 by Charles E. Marsh, not Charles E. G.'s, and to be sent to Baltimore to counterintelligence training. He later did counterintelligence training in Frankfurt, where he recruited a network of agents. There, there's a lot to Mr. Petty. Yeah, that. Oh, the that 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 cult that that Buddhist cult, the software designer cult. I was talking about. Yeah. Um. It was. Let's see. It was uh, ran by this guy named uh, Frederick Philip Lenz, mm-hmm. and he went by the name uh, Zen Master Rama. Oh, and that Jizz Master Zero? Jizz, jizz Master. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was Jizz Master Zero. Oh, right. And, uh, yeah, he was, uh, yeah, he basically ran a cult, this, like, Buddhist meditation cult for software designers. Um, let's see. Uh, it's a, there's a thing here that says, uh, Lens encouraged students to pursue computer science because of the mental challenge, diverse career opportunities, and strong pay rates. Many students uh, became skilled programmers and went on to form their own software companies. Holy shit. With Lens acting as a co-designer and thought leader. Uh-oh. These companies included Autosize. Sold to Platinum Technologies in 1995, CS10,000 Vantage Points, VP Med, and Smart Care. Um, Lenz allegedly advocated his students to misrepresent their credentials, such as by using friends under pseudonyms as references to get jobs. Lenz said that. The allegation was false and that he never told his students to lie. According to an editor from the consultants and contractors newsletter, some lenses followers were not experienced enough in computer programming for their jobs, which the editor estimated to have resulted in millions of dollars of losses for businesses such as uh, Ninex and Deutsche Bank. Nice. <laughs> nice. <laughs> So yeah, the like like these are very similar. Holy shit! Yeah, so it's is it's, that the new finders? What the hell? So it's it's like you said there 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 were these cults mm-hmm. that spun out of the seventies who were 
weird cult of personality fucking just, I don't know, I guess money laundering schemes, right? Mm-hmm. If you have a religion, you don't have to pay taxes. Yeah. And then you just lie your way into a fucking computer programming job, programming fucking Pac-Man or whatever the fuck these people were doing. Or helping you, you hide money. Or hide money because this mm-hmm. guy, when he did die, he was a multimillionaire. Nice. It's, it's tens like, of thousands. Oh, ten, tens of millions of dollars when he died. It's like it's like Jeffrey Epstein. No one knows where he got his money from. Mm-hmm. And like they don't know. Like he was also very entrenched in the scientific community. I want my money back. <laughs> the today it appears that the finders are no longer around, according to the official reports. Uh, after the Tallahassee situation, the group disappeared, or did they just rebrand and move to somewhere else? This was in the 80s, so this sounds a lot like the network that was being used in the Franklin scandal. Is this just a network that helped kidnap kids and brainwash them to help kidnap other kids uh, for like groups like the Fr- Franklin Credit Union? Like You, you, you can think of uh, uh, Paul Benassi, who was helping kidnap the kids. I, I was just talking to someone on Instagram they were like, oh, I just listened to your Franklin Scandal episode. They are like, I can't find anything about the Paul Benassi clip or, or, or part where they kidnapped that kid and shot him in the head. But it's in the Franklin Scandal book. So basically what happened with Paul Benassi, because th- th- this is how they think, uh, what's his name? Um, uh, what's it, the, the milk carton kid? We just talked about him earlier. Johnny Gosh. Johnny Gosh. He, the theory is, and what Paul Benassi said, is he helped kidnap Paul Benassi. To put him into this group. And also, another thing they did, I think it was like in Arizona with Paul Benassi and, and one of the other kids that was in this group, they they were forced to rape and molest a kid and while, they, while someone was recording it. And then after they were done with it, they were supposed to shoot the kid in the head. So they, they, they shoot the kid in the head. Well, the kid, they let him run out, run out and they had to go chase him down and catch him. And they shoot him in the back of the head. And that's what made Paul Benassi want to kill himself. And that's Oof. what that's what created his whole multiple personality disorder because mm-hmm. he was he was like he he was he said that was just the most fucked up thing he's ever seen in his life. And like Jesus. these are the these networks that they're creating is creating shit like that. That's that fucking dark, in in psychotic, in the most the darkest shit imaginable, creating these kid monsters and just kidnapping him for these for these pedophiles so that's the infrastructure that is set up by the finders that was CIA backed and 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 the whole thing is like are they still around people said no but there are people that uh, according to uh, and this is like a running joke <laughs> reddit there is these people because these are like researchers. These are some of these people on Reddit, 4chan. There are the people that actually do research. They'll go and look into like certain things. So like it, you can, you can go on Reddit and you can find little semblance of things, and that's how you can start your rabbit hole. Rabbit holes usually start for me on Reddit. Like I'll see something, I'm like, oh, I'm gonna look into that. That's interesting. And I'll go deeper and deeper and deeper. But this person on Reddit name use your illusion. Um, she thinks, or this person, I don't know if it's she or he, there may be a new cult leader of the finders, but it's happening in like Culpeper, New England. Mm-hmm. And she said, or he said, I don't know. There is also some, this is what the, the, uh, the 
the post said, it said, there is also something going on that hasn't really gained traffic about a woman named Christine Noth, N-A-U-T-H. That's how you spell her last name. She's a researcher, analyst, editor, and consultant. People think she may be the ne- the new cult leader of the, the, of the new finders. She helps represent many shell companies, all relating to information systems, analytics, daycares, tutoring, and babysitting. She also goes by the alias, uh, get ready, get ready, Marie Petty, kind of like Marion Petty. It appears er, early scouting for potential victims seemed to have occurred through newspaper listings in 80s and, and, and 90s, searching for application slots open for babysitting and tutors, which the members would analyze the entire family structure as well as time certain parents would could come home, school studies and immediate family. So what she was doing was she was um, she was creating this system where they can kidnap kids and they would know everything about these kids. So it's fucked up. The mother of Christine Noth states that her grandchildren were in state custody and her daughter is a victim of cult programming. Uh, yeah, so it, it this is there's there's been a lot of stuff in in uh, Culpeper, New England. So that's that's something like people should look into. It's basically the start of 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 this thing. Like it, it might turn into something, it might be nothing, but it, there is something there. There is something weird about this lady, Christine Noth. Where where is she today? Uh, New England. She's in New England right now. There there's been a lot of uh, child uh, molestation happening there. Like mm-hmm. when you when you look up Culpeper, New England, like one of the first things you'll see are, are like, um, oh, this kid got molested or this kid was um, kidnapped. There like there's a lot of stuff going on over there, and there's a lot of connections to the finders. So that and, and that could just it could be nothing. Yeah. Or or it could be. This is this thing is still going on because like anything that knows anything about government, nothing really gets shut down. It gets shrunken, or it, it gets moved somewhere else. They com- com- compartmentalize all this stuff. It's like MK Ultra. Like what happened to MK Ultra? Like oh, we got rid of it. Like oh yeah, the name. Now <laughs> now it's uh, Project Monarch, or yeah. it's this or like like MK Ultra didn't start off as MK Ultra. It started off with like Project Artichoke. Got started off with, like with with names like that. They just changed the name. Start moving over, bringing other people. It's like so, the Washington Redskins. Yeah, now they're the, it's like those players didn't go away. They're, yes, they're still alive. Yes, they're just wearing a different uniform now. Mm-hmm. Like they're always be the Redskins to me. <laughs> so, so I'll, I'll I'll throw this question to you. Like, what do mm-hmm. you think? Do you do you think this is like a weird hippie commune that was like just misunderstood because of the satanic panic? Or do you think this this was a CIA front that includes MK Ultra practices and child trafficking? I think it can it can be both. I mean, just look at the Manson family. Mm-hmm. They're, they're, I don't I don't think the Manson family was a bunch of uh, you know flower children kooks. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, and I don't I don't think Charles Manson was just some fucking guitar player ex con guy. I I, th- I think he was tied to something much more sinister. Mm-hmm. And I can't, I can't imagine that he was the only, the only one. His family, quote unquote, was the only, the only group that was doing stuff like that, like that. Yeah, you know, I imagine there was different, different groups in different places, completely compartmentalized, doing different things for different reasons. Yeah, yeah. It's it's all about choosing the right guys 
So you got to go and find like a Charles Manson type guy. Yeah. Or like a, a Tekazinski. Like you were grooming this guy from an early age. Sure. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I think there's a whole thing. I don't think they're just going to take anybody. You're not going to fucking take somebody like me or you. You're going to take somebody that is, is very impressionable or is, is very charismatic. Or, like, there's there's probably, like, a certain barometer of, like, oh, in order to have this operation, we need him to be, like, this, this, and this. These are his personality traits. And with... Uh, with oh, it's like, it's like when you're in school, yeah. when, you're, when you're taking those tests, like, oh, we're going to see if you're gifted and talented. I wonder if they take those those like tests like oh this guy's perfect like star testing where they figure out that you should be a dentist <laughs> yeah. when you don't want to be <laughs> yeah yeah um yeah and I imagine now with uh, with AI it's even easier to find people that fit the criteria to be become these people I imagine it's much easier especially since how much information we just um, we volunteer to social media and whatnot. Lady Lamb is talking about Jimmy Savile and the Dutro Affair. We did a Dutro Affair episode. Jimmy Savile's a sick fuck, man. Uh, we, I want to do an episode about him soon. Like, that guy is, oh, my God. He was, he was like, fucking his dead mom. He was, like, living in the court, in, like, <laughs> where the cancer ward of, of, like, the children's hospital. And he would, he would, uh, he was, a, like, a serial pedophile. And and he'd fuck his mom. He fucked his his dead mom. He was a necrophiliac. But that that's for a later like Jimmy Savile. That's might for be- our necrophilia series that we're doing. <laughs> we'll do that around <laughs> Halloween time. So stay tuned. Oh guys, October, October is is going to be. We're going to talk about some dark stuff. So if you guys have any suggestions. Send like like hey talk about this because it's so fucking dark. Like it's corpse fucker October. Corpse fucker October. Yes. Uh, we're going to come up with something cool for you guys in October. And uh, and, and, and and just to co- kind of close this one out, too, I I do, of course, I'm going to believe this is a CIA front. And, and I completely agree with you. It could be a little bit of both. Because that's... I believe it needs to be. Yeah. You know, I'm sure you can... You can some groups are useful for certain things, and maybe they... Certain groups are... They're like, we can get this group to do X mm-hmm. over, you know, over a period of time. They seem capable. And then after a while, you're like, okay, they're, they're not the right group for this. We'll have them do this instead. We'll, mm-hmm. you know, and I'm sure that's part of the profiling of these people mm-hmm. is like seeing like, what can we do with these people? And mm-hmm. some people may be able to do like high level shit and some people might be able to do low level shit, but you have to. It's, get in there and fucking figure mm-hmm. that shit out. It's like coincidences. Like there, there's too many coincidences. There's too many things. Happy accidents. Yeah, like they're, it's so similar to the Jeffrey Epstein uh, issues or, or the, the child trafficking, the Franklin scandal. It's like they're they're so close to each other. You're like, there's CIA does things that are very similar. Mm. Like they're they're they, they have a playbook. Yeah, but yeah. That that's what I think. And, and be, before we get out of here, I, I get I have to give a, a, a I don't know if I call it, not, I'm not gonna call it a shout out. I I want to want to pour one out for uh, David Otis Bernson. His his father just passed away, so I I, I just want to send my uh, our thoughts and prayers to 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 David, who is a basically a day one homie. Like he's been he's been part of the show since like day one. And just want to say, like, we um, just want to drink one for your dad, man. Sorry about your loss. Yeah, sorry, David. 
we'll uh we'll drink one for for your uh, for your dad dude that's really that's Michael Bernson Michael Bernson's name Michael Bernson may rest in peace sorry to hear that dude thank you for listening i hope this show has brought you a little bit of uh a little bit of peace in your day just a sliver so yeah, that's tough. Let me let me make sure it is Mike because I don't want to say the wrong name because I'd be fucked up. Yeah, he said. Uh, yeah, it's Mike Michael Big Nick Big Dick Mike, whatever you want to call him. <laughs> so he said, he's like, I don't know why I said that. <laughs> What's wrong with you? <laughs> Come on, David. <laughs> yeah. Uh, also, want to give a big shout out to all of our Patreon members. Uh, we'll start off from the bottom: Matt Spears, David Jones, Lucas Hard R. Matt Royston, Michael Terpstra, Itamashi Chan, I see you're back, uh, Buck McGee, David Osbernson, of course, he's even in the Patreons, like, shout out to that guy, Patrick Franzenberg, Joe, Thomas, Adam Rumpf, Thomas Sims, Jen, Ben, Derek Thompson, Tyler Buck, Melissa Black, Space Cowboy, H-Bomb, 1144V2, Lizard person, why are you gay? <laughs> Wendell Moore, DJ H, Francis Ten, William Manola, Ruby Tuesday, Zachary C. Dice. So thank you guys for, nice. for, for just supporting the show. Human, I care about you. I appreciate you. I love you. Yes. Uh, but yeah, uh, keep supporting the show. Um, uh, what else we got over here? Um, uh, patreon.com forward slash comment podcast youtube rumble rumble is going to be where all the main episodes are at youtube is where the clips are at for now uh mk old treats make sure to follow that on youtube i've been editing that episode so i got behind guys uh, oh yeah also make sure if you guys are are um leaving us a a, a review Give us five stars. If you can't do five stars, just don't do it. Because if you get a, we get a one star review, it totally fucks us. So like, just go on there. Give us, give us a nice little review on there. It helps us in the algorithm. So go on there. Five stars. You could say something stupid. Just anything. Help us in the algorithm because we're constantly batting with the algorithm. Even like, uh, like iTunes, Spotify, um, even Instagram. Instagram got. Uh, I, I posted about the DEWs in, in Maui, even though I don't even I don't even hundred percent believe it was that they were the DEWs. I'm not hundred percent convinced it was. I didn't. I never said it was DEWs, and, and they fucking restricted my account for ninety days. So this is what we are. We're in a battle with these fucking uh, tech oligarchs. So this this is where we're at right now. Assholes. They're assholes. So fuckheads. Patreon.com forward slash comment podcast. Five star reviews. You guys can do that for us. I, I, I know I'm asking for a lot right now, but if you want to s- help support our content, that's the best way to do it. Uh, what do you got? Oh, there's my show. It's the Skeleton Factory Podcast. Skeleton Factory Podcast. It's a movie review podcast. I, re- I review movies that I deem to be uh, cult films. That's everything from horror, documentaries, dramas, comedies, etc., etc., uh, episode 67 is coming out later on tonight. I'm reviewing the movie Drib, a Norwegian film from 2017. And, um, yeah, it's going to be a fucking scorcher. 
Uh, you can find me on Instagram at skeleton underscore factory. You can find me on Twitter at SF podcast ATX and I'm on Patreon. You can support skeleton factory there. There's a ton of free stuff on Patreon. Uh, again, that's at patreon.com forward slash skeleton factory for all of your cult movie review needs and wants. Thank you very much. Back to you, Sean. Thank you, everyone, for, for joining us in the live chat. This is the most people in, in on the Rumble live chat that we've had. It, it used to be like one person will come in, and now we're, we're – I mean, it's growing little by little. So it, this is it, – it is only possible through people like you coming in, uh, supporting the show, coming in the chats, making it fun – uh, and, and, and just leaving, like being in the chats and be like, hey, what about this? What about this? It's like it all adds to the show. Because I used to, back in the day, we would go on YouTube and, and we would just, I would just post it as a premiere and then we would talk about it in the chats, but not do it live. And I was like, oh man, I wish I had that in the episode. Now you're saying it live in there and I'm like, oh yeah, yeah, I forgot about this. And then we'll bring it up. And like, frightening me, one of the guys from the beginning would do that. Frightening Me has also been part of the fucking show since the beginning. So shout out to that guy. I'm glad he's in the Rumble chats. And I definitely want to keep growing this Rumble channel. Just just keep 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 doing what you guys are doing. I I think I think we're I think the show's growing pretty fast. Like I just looked at the numbers the other day. It's it's getting it's getting up there. And we're we're starting to get some some bigger guests that have been reaching out to me, so I I I had I actually had to turn some people down recently because me and Adam haven't done a show with just me and him in a while. I was like, me and Adam need to do a show together for a while, and then we'll, we'll start having guests around because this, this is what the show is. It's supposed to be me and him, and we we fucking we 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 break down these conspiracy theories and we have fun. And I don't want to be a show where we just have guests every week. I think people like this stuff, and and sometimes we'll mix in a guest in there every once in a while. And, and and I I like our, our last few guests, but this is uh, I don't want to mess up our whole thing that we have going on here because I think what we have here is special. But yeah, I think that's all I got today. Do you have anything else? That is all. All right, guys. Thank thanks. Thank you, guys. I'll see you guys next week. Thanks again, guys. Bye bye. Hey.